Welcome to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. My name is Benjamin Ferguson. I'm the health educator here at Student Health and Counseling at the University of New Mexico. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm with my uh, partner and co-host, partner in crime, Tiffany Martinez. Want to say what's up, Tiff? Hi, everyone. Uh, hope you're all doing well. <laughs> and today we're here to bring you Karen Lucero to talk about toxic positivity. Uh, it was something that I was not really too familiar with. Uh, it was a term that I've heard used around. And I am curious even more now getting to talk to Karen to learn a little bit more about what is uh, toxic positivity. So welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm surprised you don't have applaud, you know, um, like buttons. So we can, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I just got the golf clap for the people who can't hear in the back row. <laughs> oh, man, leave it to Ben. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, Karen was our former associate director of mental health. Um, here at Shack and has now gone on to work at a different mental health and medical facility. But she was wonderful enough to come back and talk to us about toxic positivity. So what is toxic positivity? <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of uh, popular on TikTok these days. And I'm wondering if that's how you all learned about it. Um, but it's basic, you know, it's kind of pop psychology at this point, but the roots are based in empathy and active listening. Um, so in a nutshell, um, a bad thing. What's that? I said, and that's a bad thing. Uh, no, no, it's, it's a good thing. I think toxic positivity is like kind of bluntly saying, don't, don't mask your feelings. Um, don't try to hide how you truly feel. Um, stop dismissing, dismissing others for the way they feel because they're not feeling good or happy. Um, it's identifying a sense of guilt within yourself because um, that can be toxic positivity kind of working internally on you. Um, it's kind of just forcing the feel good. It's, you know, when you're not, when you're not in that state. Um, you know, and it, it's it's like, I don't adrenalize too far because there is also the idea of um, learned optimism, which is basically like use affirmations, um, try to broaden your perspective and recognize there's more than the negative. And, um, you know, there's practices around that, but toxic positivity is kind of like, um dismissing people for the way they feel or the experiences they have, which may be different from your own, or maybe their experiences make you really uncomfortable. So you kind of want to, you want to divert their thinking. Um, so so it's kind of, I'm sorry. Is no, it kind of like um, that person who's always the glasses full type, like you're half full. So every time, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of like, a student's thinking like I'm, I'm super weighed down by classes and I don't know how I'm going to be able to work and do my homework and, you know, do whatever else. And that another person comes in and is like, oh, you got this. Don't worry. At least you're able to be in college. Is that what you're kind of talking about? 
Yeah, yeah. If you hear the word at least, you know, you're probably um, being a bit toxic. Um, so the opposite of it would be, you know, being curious, asking, you know, what's going on? Um, what's making you feel this way at this point? Yeah, college is new. Um, it can be overwhelming. If you think about, you know, any kind of mentor you've ever had, they don't dismiss how hard your growth is, but they kind of keep you, uh, keep company with you in, the, in your growth. Um, and that's, that's part of the danger of um, being, you know, kind of stepping over uh, how things feel. Usually they, you know, like bad feelings, like feeling um, tired or confused, lost, um, sad, you know, it's, it's like skipping over those real feelings and just going straight for, you got this, you're amazing. Um, mm. you know, just, just try to focus on getting that degree in four years that will get you there, you know? Um, okay. yeah. So I'm curious, Ben, how did you hear about it? Yeah, I saw it on, uh, Instagram or something like that. And then I kind of, it kind of was just one of those like self like realization moments. Like, do I do this? Do mm -hmm. I do this to my friends? Do I do this to my family members? Um, and it, when you see it and how it applies and it's like you said, like you're stepping over or ignoring how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I, it was, yeah, it was really kind of hard to come to grips with because I felt like I was just encouraging them, but with, but then I was completely ignoring how they were feeling in that moment. And that was really uh, eye opening to me. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not a rotten person for it. <laughs> um, you know, as a counselor, it's something I tend I tend to do as well. It's like a writing reflex. We want people to feel like they're winning and they're right. Um, but, you know, it might be a societal issue where we have a hard time accepting that things, especially when you're growing and learning, mm -hmm. are really difficult and they can tire you out and you know you can be failing um but you know what would it look like if you're able to accompany someone in those feelings because emotions are pretty temporary so if you allow someone to you know vent or c complain or be sad around you um they actually are able to process the way they feel sooner um and you know, because you're trying to reconcile those feelings or emotions. So I take it if you practice like toxic positivity often, and, and I mean, maybe you are just trying to be encouraging, or maybe that's just how your mindset is, it mm -hmm. can be harmful to those who is receiving it, correct? Or no? You know, you know, I think I think it's great to start using consent even in this area and check in with who you're talking to and ask, you know, do you want me to gas you up? I have some friends that can really make me feel good when I'm <laughs> feeling down. And I don't, I don't necessarily want to go into that sadness right then and there. You know, I want them to completely just tell me I'm like, I'm fine as heck and so smart and like, you know, 
admirable. Like I need to hear those things, but I think toxic positivity is unconscious. It's kind of like just a reflex. You're not really connecting with someone and you're not noticing that something might be up and something might need to be said. Um, you know, the saying, speak your peace. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's a good way to kind of acknowledge that sometimes people just have to say they're angry or sad. And it, it's it's a snapshot of probably their day, especially if they're able to kind of express it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And that's really good advice, I think, for especially our student population uh, that is constantly getting um, bombarded. I, I see it a lot on social media where there's a lot of these positive uh, memes or these positive mm-hmm. posts that people always put up with, you know, that put that or put up on social media. Um, and I'm just kind of curious, like, how often do you believe that? students are are you know getting fed this toxic positivity throughout their day yeah so the first time i like it's i learned about it it's so pop psychology there's a lot of like business type coaches that talk about this type of issue in you know corporate culture and whatnot um but the first time i started hearing about it was actually working with students and they're saying you know it really sucks I, you know, I've been struggling through these really difficult like STEM classes and every time I bring it, like I can't talk to anyone about it because everyone's saying like, oh, I'm cool, I'm fine. But then I come to find out they're not cool and fine, you know, Mm -hmm. things are happening in their lives too. And it's not okay in our environment to say that I'm having a hard time. Um, So I started hearing about it here um, on campus with students. And it, you know, they're like, you know, I just want to sometimes say, like, I want to, you know, throw my textbooks into a dumpster and, you know, set it on fire and, like, shave my cat and, you know, (laughs) run off with someone I've known for two seconds, you know, something crazy, you know, and, and feel better. Yeah, it's, it is that hard. Like, you want, you want to be out of that stem discipline and it sucks and here we are doing it together you know there's some camaraderie in that and also it normalizes that you're growing and you're learning so you're going to fail and it's going to feel terrible and you're not alone in it dang i think of like our health communications right and um when they teach you when you go to take marketing classes you have to see here um sorry, see and hear things at least four to five times before you register them. But if you think about even the commercials you watch or the commercials you hear and, you know, it's always like, you can do this. You're amazing. You got this. No one's going to tell you like, hey, college sucks. There's going to be some Mm -hmm. days you're just going to want to cry. There's going to be some days that you're not going to want to get up to go to class. And, you know, that's okay. As Mm -hmm. long as you take the time you need and then bounce back or, you know, there's never really that aspect i guess right and now that we talk about it and you think about it um that toxic positivity can definitely hinder um a person's just space and frame of mind 
Yeah, I think the hindrance comes in the form of guilt. So you start to feel really self-conscious about your experience that's honest, hard work to accomplish things when you're growing and learning. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you hear things like that sound perfectionistic, like, oh, I I got a C plus on, on that math exam. And this is a weed out class. And this means a lot for my final. And, you know, this, this is a bad, bad sign. Um, And, you know, people, I think, start to focus on, I have to be perfect to get from point A to point Z. Um, When there's many paths to get there, perfect, you know, doing it with straight A's is one way. And then there's like 25 other ways to get there. There's an infinite amount of ways to get there. Um, so, you know, you you hear like, I had to stay up all night, even though I didn't retain any information, because if, if I go to sleep, I feel guilty that I didn't at least try to study. You know, you, you start hearing maladaptive behaviors like that. Um, so... You know, and and you can't check your thinking with others if you're keeping it a secret. You know, you want your peers to say, you're not retaining it, go to sleep. You know, just, it's okay you have a C plus. I've had a C plus before. It's um, that, like, that mentality factor that we talk about, like, tough it out or don't cry or, you know, are you, if you're not bleeding, you're fine. Like, that type of <laughs> notion, too, instead of just being like, yeah. You're tired, sleep, you're going to retain things when you wake up or yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you're not bleeding, but it still affects you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we all do it because it's so unconscious. I think we want people to feel happy, but happy is not the only experience mm-hmm. to, to be had. Um, and it, you're not leaving anyone hanging if they're sad about something and if they're consenting to like kind of talk about it, and, you know? That's a good point. I'm going to be like, Ben, I don't want to talk about it. Just hype me up because <laughs> I need to still get through my day or <laughs> instead of just, or like, Hey, I need to talk about this and just hear me out. You don't have to say anything. I just need to let it out, you know? Right. Yeah. And, you know, if you're listening really well, you're saying things like, wow, you really bombed it. (laughs) That must feel awful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Have you ever felt that bad before? Tell me about it. You know, (laughs) let's listen to like a song about, you know, taking a lot of L's. That'll make you feel better. A friend who tells you you suck (laughs) is a real friend. (laughs) Oh, I got great friends. I have so many friends. So they're really they're real they're really looking out for me and my well-being so <laughs> shout out to yeah. my friends for always <laughs> you know yeah you know who your fake friends are now right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well you know i think um there there's like so a lot of evidence around all of this and i don't want to bore your audience um with like all the facts around it but if you think about music um when you're really sad maybe you're going through a breakup it doesn't help to hear like oh there's plenty of fish in the sea and whatnot because you're just trying to get over it so you're doing things like 
watching sad romantic movies or listening to really sad music. Um, and the, you know, research shows a benefit of that is it releases chemicals in your brain that help you feel like, you know, it's validating something about your experience and it makes you feel less alone and that you belong. So, you know, people do that for one another when you're, you're open to allowing someone have a bad time. Um, bad news, there are students that have a bad time all through their college career because they're doing something really difficult and they may have mm -hmm. personal lives that are even more challenging. And just think about how awful it is to, you know, not allow someone a sadness or, you know, some irritability and anger when maybe they're a single parent, maybe they've, they're first gen and they're still somehow getting through those STEM classes. Um, College yeah. is not for the, the what is it, weary, wicked? I can't remember the saying. Like, you have to be tough to go to college because it is tough. It will break you in many ways. But it'll also, at the end, I guess, be what you need it to be. I don't know. Well, and like, can you kind of touch on, like, the words like sadness and, um, you know, um, there were some, uh, some other words that you had used that have like this negative connotation, you know, it's just, it's bad. It's a bad thing. Whether you're, mm -hmm. if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling upset, if you're feeling angry, that's, that's, a, it's all quote unquote bad feelings. But uh, what you're talking about, of uh, it being, can be a positive, uh, a positive thing is kind of um, not, it's just uh, a thinking that I don't think a lot of students, um, I certainly never thought of it that way um mm -hmm. of letting myself or let, letting or if the student is feeling that way and you know have exploring what they're feeling in that regard and it having a positive outcome and that's kind of what we want right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah you want pro people to process their emotions um and to just be authentic be mm -hmm. themselves and stand next to that person hear it and that's telling them you're okay. You're okay being sad or irritable or angry. And so, and that's how you get through a lot of hard things, to be honest. Think of the hardest things you've done in your life and you weren't happy, happy all the way through. Um, you know, or at least I don't think so. That's a whole other podcast if you are. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of like reminds me too, you know, we're talking about what other people can do, what we can do for ourselves and being your own biggest advocate too. If you don't need that toxic positivity, mention that. If you're going to, you know, bring that to your friends, ask for their permission first. So kind of as a two-way street as well. What are some other ways that we can be there for like a family member or a friend or a coworker or, you know, maybe a roommate? Yeah. The roommate one's a good one, I think, because um, when you're at home, you kind of just, that's when you let loose. Hopefully, that's where you feel safest. Um, you know, I think don't, don't try to come up with solutions when someone's just being emotional. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone's saying, 
like, how do you think I should do this? Then it's time to brainstorm. But until that door's open, I think it's more a, a matter of, um, you know, like, I, you know, I can tell you're really upset. You know, you need, it's cool. If you need that space here, let me know if you need me, you know, you're just pointing to it. Um, think of all the times you've been angry and, you know, people aren't kind of responding to it. They're acting like everything's okay, but our bodies are designed to kind of sense those emotions because we're such social beings. Um, it's either for us to, you know, get away from them if they're super angry or it's for us to kind of attend to, you know, a frustrated child that needs help or um, frustrated, you know, coworkers or roommates. Um, so I think help isn't always like, this the solution or an answer because we're not machines sometimes it's just kind of um company just what can i do for you right now kind of question what's that i said it's just asking like what can i do for you right now like what mm -hmm. do you need yeah yeah that's a good one huh. yeah well, and it, it, I don't think you can say, hey, that's toxic positivity <laughs> that you're doing right there. Yuck. Because um, <laughs> I think, you know, I, it, it's probably more of a practice of, you know, you, you practice with your friends and your family and people you can have these discussions with. And then you start to, you know, develop relationships where it becomes a reflex instead of being like, don't be sad. Smile. Ooh, that's the worst thing to say to someone, right? <laughs> smile. Yeah, smile. It looks good on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll tell you it looks good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. No, that's so true. And it's hard. I feel like a lot of our students out there are good-hearted, you know, good-natured. They just they want to help. They're not doing it out of any harm. Kind of like Ben said, you know, thought I was always encouraging. It wasn't kind of like doing it out of like deceit or anything it was just wanting to genuinely help but asking how can mm -hmm. i help you not all of us can fix everything i know i am myself a a fixer and sometimes just have to let people be mm -hmm. yeah. Well, the, yeah and karen you mentioned a, i think a really important phrase was the active listening yeah. uh, that's a hard skill to really learn and uh, and and being self-aware enough to realize if you're actually doing it or not. Um, mm -hmm. uh, not always coming up with the perfect question or the perfect follow-up, but just being able to, like you said, empathize and, and listen to what they're saying. I think that's something uh, you, you know that we continue to, to build and hopefully, uh, it's not always going to be correctable, but at least improve, right? Um, right. We kind of get... Uh, especially older and as students grow and mature, right? Right, right. Yeah, and it, it's, I think that we talk about active listening and mental health and wellness areas because that's probably our primary tool, but working in the different colleges around the university and the professional schools, it seems to be part of kind of like your ethical skill set as well having that ability to not assume and really just kind of dialogue with someone in a way that you get 
more information than you would if, you know, you're trying to kind of fix it or put the kibosh on something. Um, That's a great point. And we always talk about like intellectual intelligence, but we never really talk about emotional intelligence and what that means. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think there's like, um, you know, people are upset. It, it, most people, it, you know, it will work its way through. And if you allow them to have that emotion, they'll come back and you'll then see how really who they really are. Like they actually probably are happy. You know, they're probably like value the struggle they're in and they'll tell you about it. And then you hear inspiration, you know, you really hear like what's going on in a person's life. Um, So I think, I think that, um, I kind of lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, Karen. I understand it's hard at the end of the day too. (laughs) That's some, oh, active listening and you just did it. You're like, yeah, you acknowledged how hard this is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Karen, for talking with us and having this conversation. I think this is very important for people just to be aware of. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's good talking to you guys. Yes. We miss you. Oh, (laughs) miss you too. Ben, you want to close us out? Yeah. Thank you everyone for your time. Uh, Thank you to Karen Lucero for her time uh, talking about toxic positivity. If you have any questions in regards to any of our services with our uh, mental health counselors here at uh, student Health and Counseling, please call our number. It's 505-277-3136. Uh, we'll be more than happy to help you out as best we can. Hope everyone has a great day. Thank you. Bye. It's Honesty with Shaq HP.